so on. Um, well, I, I said I was going to review the movie Joe, and I should probably hold off, as I've just discovered it is likely to get a, an Australian release later this year, probably June time. So I am going to review it anyway, because I'm not 100% certain it will. Um, it's um, a film that, well, to put it simply, last year's film Mud, starring Matthew McConaughey, where he was this sort of criminal but good guy who was uh, hiding out in, I think, like the Mississippi Delta and befriended a young kid and uh, was by um, the director of uh, Take Care and also Shotgun Stories. And Shotgun Stories, I've mentioned, is like a a brilliant film, really original director. And Mud got exceptional reviews, like 94% on Rotten Tomatoes as an average score. And and I didn't think it was any good at all. I think I might have given it seven. I wouldn't give it that now. It was like Disney remade his film uh, and used him as a director but cut everything that was special about him and just basically existed off one cliche after another. And it was, a, I think, an actually reasonably bad film now. Well, Joe, is that film how it should have been? Um, it's a much, much earthier film. Um, it stars Nicolas Cage as this... Uh, Guy that exists in the, everyone in the films in the margins of this deep south society where they l- work horrible jobs for obviously very little pay. And he's um, got the charming occupation of a tree poisoner. And basically, he has to go with a gang of people he picks up outside a service station every day with no masks, nothing, and poison all these trees because um, I think the loggers or the people that want to redevelop aren't legally allowed to do so unless the t- trees are dying. So uh, in a very legally sketchy way, they go in and they actually end up uh, killing all these trees. Um, Whether it's legal or not is never completely defined, but I would suggest not. And he meets a young kid uh, played by, is it Ty Sheridan? I just want to get the guy right because it's quite important. Yes, Ty Sheridan, who's this 15-year-old who's got a home life that would make you beg to end everything. Uh, largely based around his alcoholic father, who is, um, I think, Gary Porter. Gary Porter, who plays his dad, who's an alcoholic. And they move from place to place, living in condemned houses off of welfare, never having any food or clothes, and if they ever get a dollar together, their dad's around to steal it. Yet he is also an incredibly good-natured and incredibly hard-working and loyal and generally happy guy and Nicolas Cage doesn't initially want to employ him because he gives both him and his dad a chance and his dad obviously screws everything up and puts everyone's nose out of joint but in the end he sees such a ray of light in this kid and he's so appalled by his home life that he kind of takes him into mentoring and that's really sort of where the story goes but Nicolas Cage's character is also a total reprobate and gets himself in such trouble that he even gets a local shooting at him in the early stages of the film with a shotgun. Um, So it's all these little minor eruptions that happen around the story as Nicolas Cage tries to be a better person, uh, inspired by this kid, even taking in a a girlfriend who's clearly in in love with him and sort of maintaining an equilibrium that he knows he can never continue doing because at heart he's pretty much a scumbag too and the real twist in the story is gary porter who plays the dad now gary porter in real life was a homeless alcoholic and before they even finished editing the film they found him face down in a puddle in the street dead 
uh, and apparently he was very, very sick when he was making the film. But he creates one of the scariest and most disturbing villains I think I've seen recently in movies. His treatment of his son and his family is beyond belief. It is truly despicable. And he never, ever misses a beat acting-wise. You never, ever think that he's acting in this film. He's a truly creepy, gets-under-your-skin disturbing man and an awful, awful, awful human being. One of the worst I think I've seen in recent times. Um, and it's basically all of the stuff this guy does to screw up everything his son's trying to do for the benefit of their family, including something quite horrific at the end, which I won't go into here. Um, but it's um, compared to Mud, it's vital, it's very gritty instead of being soporific and glossy. Um, and it's got great performance by Nicolas Cage, who is absolute. I mean, Gary Porter's better in the film than he is, but you kind of expect that he is acting out his own life a little bit but cage i haven't seen this good he's been madcap in films like face off but i haven't seen him just acting this good i think since um leaving las vegas and i think that might have been in the 1990s um it's a bit of a tragedy and it does follow a lot of these films based in the deep south where there's poverty and where there's you know these characters on the margins of society but like I said, it's so much more vital film than Mud. And great to see Nicolas Cage can really act well. I mean, which makes you even more annoyed at him for all of the other movies which he either phones it in or just goes for crazy Nick Cage. Here he creates a complex, human and likeable, although slightly scumbaggy character. So I really recommend seeing Joe when it comes out. It's a neat little thriller. It's got... a uh, uh, Gary Porter, an uh, outstanding villain, and it's also just done with a lot of. Um, it just has that feel of authenticity about it. So I'm going to give it. I'm going to be harder in my movie reviews now because I give too many uh, films great scores. I'm going to give it eight and a half anyway, actually, because I do think it is a strong film. And compared to Mud, which I gave seven, it's it's worth way more than that. So eight and a half for Joe, which is a great film. And <coughs> this is tragedy.